For everything you want to know about real estate, it's time to take action. Schedule today. Ron and Don sit down.com is the way. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me. Hey guys, what's going on? It's episode number 173 now of the Ron and Don Show, and by the time this airs, over 700,000 spins. Thank you guys, that means a lot to us, and it means a lot that Les Schwab has sponsored us this entire time, and also... We're sponsored by ourselves. We are licensed brokers at Windermere. Ron, we didn't know if this was going to work, if we could actually sponsor our podcast and then use our podcast to connect with the Ron and Don Nation and then help the Ron and Don Nation with the biggest life transaction of buying, selling, investing. And I have to say, probably 90% of our clientele is beautiful. It is the Ron and Don Nation. And for whatever reason, even during a pandemic, this is working in a big way. And, and to quote the president, it's working bigly. It is bigly, and we'd love it if you connected with us, ronandonsitdown.com. To brag for a second, we're really good at this. It's It's been fun. Don is great at tuning up a home, getting it ready, putting a value on it. Uh, he's better at that than I am, which is hard for me to admit. I was wrong recently. Uh, Don was right. That'll probably be mark the tape on this because you won't hear that very often. Uh, but it all starts with Ron and Don sit down. We would love to meet with you, hear your story, and help you to get from here to there. It's very satisfying to get a great result for someone and for them to send us back a note that says, I'm super happy you guys helped me through a difficult spot. And we got it out on the other side. Before we sit down, we have a brand new book that uh, you should read. Actually, I have two brand new books. Everybody said, hey, you should write a book. And so we wrote two, right? One is for sellers, one's for buyers. And it just helps you know uh, what is in store for you. So email me, ron at windermere.com, and I will send that to you free of charge. Yeah, Debbie just did that today. So reach out, you guys, ron at windermere.com. Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, uh, let's talk about slow walking in the crosswalk. Uh, because, <laughs> because I'm trying to become a slow walker. And also, we're going to talk about this debate that's coming up. And maybe by the time this aired, uh, the debate has already happened. Uh, but I have some thoughts on this debate, at least what I'm hoping for, what I'm looking for. Before we do that, though, let's do this. I just looked online. They said, if you're trying to order a microwave right now, good luck. If you're ordering certain items to heat your house this winter, good luck. Uh, I still was in Bartels last night. I'm looking for certain types of wipes. Uh, all the wipe countries in the world are working around the clock. They are now taking wipes, the canisters of wipes, the canisters, I don't know if you've seen this, and they're cutting those canisters in half. So you're getting half the wipe, but they are almost double or triple the price, which is really incredible to me. Uh, we were in a home today after we did a Ron and Don sit down. We're talking to our clients and they were tuning up their kitchen and you go around the kitchen and all the appliances are beautiful until you get to the dishwasher and they're like, hey, we ordered a dishwasher months ago uh, and it's on back order and we don't know when we get a dishwasher. I just, on one of my own rentals, had to order three washers and dryers. It took five months to get those washers and dryers, but we finally got them. Here's what I don't get. I ordered a shed a couple months ago. They told me the shed's coming. I looked online, the shed was coming. In fact, it almost got delivered. It was almost to the delivery truck. You know how you can, you, you can just jump online with Amazon and you can just watch and see when it left the warehouse and now it was well, here. Well, the shed was in, wasn't almost delivered. The dot, the dot on the email was almost delivered. So, so anyway, right at the end, they, tell, they send me a note and, they, and, and I had this work crew that was together and we were going to build this shed in the backyard and they're like, hey, Mr. O'Neill, sorry, 
Sorry about this. The shed broke in transit. We're going to give you a full refund. Sorry about that. Uh, we can't put anything on back order right now. Uh, we're out of sheds. Goodbye. And I'm like, I didn't want a refund. I've been waiting for months for the shed. I wanted the shed. I did not want the refund. But anyway, I believe them. I'm like, you know what? They were looking out for me. Appreciate it. Same time, I ordered my son a bike online. I went to seven bike shops around here trying to look for a bike. If you're thinking about selling a bike, now's a perfect time to sell a bike, right? I have four bikes, and I'm thinking about selling one of them because you cannot find a bike. For sale, a 1986 bike. <laughs> <laughs> Works like a charm. Yeah. So, 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 so anyway, we went to all these stores. We could not find him a bike. You go to a big box store, a specialty bike store, you cannot find a bike for a child. So we went online. I ordered this bike, and I ordered it through Amazon. Same thing. And we have to wait a couple months. We waited for a couple months. We're watching the bike and the bike's here and it's on this ship and it goes over here and it's up to Mars and over to the moon and they bring it down. We're tracking this thing. My son and I are watching this like we're watching Novad tracking Santa. Uh, I don't know if you track Santa. I still do every Christmas Eve. Is Novad the same as NORAD? NORAD. I'm sorry, but do what I say. Novad. <laughs> Anyway, we're tracking, we're tracking, we're tracking. We got our helmet, we're putting stickers on it. And I'm like, this is the day. And the day comes and the day goes and it doesn't deliver. And I'm like, you know, so then I go out, they give themselves five more days. Right at the end, when it's supposed to be delivered, they're like, hey, sorry about that. The bike got destroyed. What it was, was. How does a bike get destroyed? How does a steel frame bike get destroyed? I can understand a component missing or something. This bike got destroyed. We're looking out for you. And we, uh, we have no more bikes. And I'm like, this sounds like a very similar story. I call Amazon. They're like, well, we're not responsible, really. We didn't ship the bike. I said, I went to Amazon.com. Usually it's Amazon that pulls up in a van. How are you not responsible? They said, well, we use a, three, a third party. Contact the third party. I said, I'm not contacting the third party. I'm contacting you. Together, we contact the third party. They explained to me, same exact thing has happened with the bike. The second time in a row now, the bike almost got there. We tracked it. My son is brokenhearted. You have seen that he's gained a little bit of weight because we're not outside exercise, and that's what the bike is supposed to be all about. And so this has now happened three times where you said you had something, you didn't have it, then you lie, you lie and you say it was broke. Amazon lied here. They did. And their, 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 their third-party vendors lied here. That shed was never coming. They never had those bikes. What do you think happened? Uh, I think supply lines are broken. Supply chains are broken around the world. Uh, you have people... Like, like when you think about a bicycle and all the parts that go into that bicycle... A big time shipper on like an Amazon, they don't have 6,000 bikes just sitting in the Pacific Northwest in some warehouse. They forecast this. They say, how many orders do we did we have last October? They had this many. Okay, well, we're probably going to have around that many, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. If they had a special or an advertisement, they, they know with pretty good certainty how many bikes they have. And so you go back to August or to July or to June, and you're like, we need this much steel. We need this many components. We need this many handlebars. We 
need all of these suppliers to get us this stuff so that we can assemble a bike for October. And so then the pan, same with the washing machine, same with the sheds. Mm. Uh, and the sheds, by the way, lumber has gone up, I think, like 600%. This I know. Since that you probably ha- ordered that shed. So they either, A, don't have the lumber... Or B, on the shed, they said, hey, we sold this shed for $1,000. We're not losing money on that shed. Tell the guy the shed's not around. Because we can take that same shed and now resell it for the actual price where we're going to make money. Because we lost money at that price that we sold it to them. And same with the bikes. They get to the point where they're going to deliver the bikes. They may not have them. They may not have them at the price that they thought they would when they forecast it out to October, mm. or there may just be things in the supply line where um, I, I was having to do an electrical job, and uh, I was talking to the electrician guys like, dude, they had to shut down the factory that makes the Square D components. You can't find it. It's like even if you can even if you can find an electrician in Seattle, uh, that thing that you want, there are none of them. So I don't know what to tell you. Like until the because the factory where they build those got shut down for COVID. So until they can restart that factory, re get all their stuff up, ship them out to suppliers like me. I literally you cannot find that part. Uh, and so there may be that happening in your bicycle or in your shed where they want to send it to you. They want to make money and they literally don't have the part anymore. Yeah. We ordered a bike. What kind of bike? Diamondback? It might or might not Cannondale? be. A, it might be a girl's bike. It might be. You know what? We may have ordered a girl's bike. As long as you got a bike. It's supposed to be here on Friday. We'll see. We will see. We come back. Are you a slow walker? Fast walker in the crosswalk. I was once one of those things. I've tried to be the other, and I'm really struggling with you guys. Let's talk about it on the other side of this. Hey, you guys, listen up. This is why we love Les Schwab, and we appreciate so much that they sponsor the Ron and Don Show, because they are so involved in the community. In fact, right now, Les Schwab Tire Centers, uh, Aramark, and Food Lifeline, they're all working together. It's a big team, you guys, because they want to drive out hunger this holiday season. And everybody's asking themselves this time of year, hey, there's a lot of folks out there that need my help, but how do I jump in, Ron, and how do I help? Yeah, just drop off a non-perishable food donation at any Western Washington Les Schwab Tire Center, or you can just pull into the parking lot and a Les Schwab crew member will come out and take your donation. You can also donate online at leschwab.com slash Ron and Don. That's leschwab.com forward slash Ron and Don. Every donation helps stock the shelves of Food Lifeline programs in your communities. Join Les Schwab Tire Centers, Aramark, and Food Lifeline for the Drive Out Hunger Food Drive. It's happening now. I don't think we'd have this house if it hadn't been for Ron and Don. If you find yourself dreaming about a new home, go from just a dream to the dream team. Schedule your time at ronanddonsitdown.com. This house popped up. As soon as we saw it, Ron and Don were here. (laughs) Don came with Ron. He was incredibly well prepared. There were houses we were interested in. They would go and preview them if we wanted. One time Ron went and then FaceTimed us as he walked through several houses for us so that we wouldn't have to come over and waste the trip. I was surprised how quickly, especially after meeting with Don, how quickly they kind of zeroed into what I was looking for, and I don't think we would have like found this house or been as successful with another realtor or doing it without, I can't imagine doing it without a realtor. I was just um, so impressed with 
their professionalism, their competence, their responsiveness, their respectfulness of our process. Ron uh, basically did a check for the areas that I said I was interested in buying. He gave us a whole list of uh, properties that were available. He came with us Sunday morning and we looked at probably five different places. It was a very smooth process. I think that they definitely brought their heart and soul. They did a great job. The market was super hot. We were just such beginners that we didn't know that we would be able to compete. We got so lucky. I don't think we could have gotten this house without Ron and Don. Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. You're listening to the Ron and Don Show. To the Ron and Don Show. And yes, my dad's pretty annoying. All right. Hey, you guys, welcome back to episode 173. We are licensed brokers at Windermere, so if you want to sit down, just go to ronanddonsitdown.com. And, of course, we are live from the Flesh Schwab Studios. Uh, I have always prided myself on getting ac- across the street pretty quick when it comes to jumping in a crosswalk. As a pedestrian? As a pedestrian, I really get out there and scoot. I will slow jog, fast jog. I will grab my son's hand sometimes. And well, the thing I like is even you'll him. pretend jog sometimes. I totally pretend. Yeah. To, it's, it's theater for the drivers totally. to say, yeah. I recognize that yeah. I'm in the crosswalk. I'm going to pretend, I'm going to move yeah. my arms faster than my legs are going to let you know that I know that you know yeah. that I'm in the crosswalk. Now, here's why I do it, though, because I want, I when I do this, I look square at the driver. I want to look them in the eyes because I want to know they're not going to enter the crosswalk when I'm trying to Charlie hustle it over there. And sometimes I'll slide into the other side of the street head first. I mean, that's how... how well, Pete Rose reference here on the Ron and Don show from yeah. 1973. So I w- And I want a head nod, a wave. I want some kind of recognition from them that I'm going faster and I'm doing my part. And if it says five, six, seven seconds left, I will, I will, I don't just enter the crosswalk laissez-faire. I sprint. I will sprint all the way across. Speed of 10, as Coach Johns would say. Don't think I won't. So, lately I've noticed during the pandemic that people have really slowed it down. They got their pajamas on. They got their shower shoes, their flip shop flops. They haven't taken a shower in a year. And this pandemic's only been going on seven months. That's what's going on here. And I've noticed people really slowing down. They, they are not on their phones anymore because they have no one to talk to, right? I mean, we've, we've, we've talked it out. And they're, they're, they're just kind of in their own little world. Well, here's but the thing. Here, oh, because this is a pet peeve of mine for years. Not only are they slowing down... I, I call them, there's two subcategories for me. From this, You have your standard slow walker. Then you have your waddlers and your spreaders. Yeah, what are they? So the waddlers, waddlers and spreaders are kind of co- co-mingle. Mm. Not only are they below slow walking pace, because a slow walker can still be walking. A waddler is just kind of amorphously moving around a public space. And then they'll grab their other waddler and they'll spread out to take up like a whole sidewalk. They just like, the the whole world revolves around them. You might get a whole family of waddlers. Mm -hmm. They can take up a 12-foot sidewalk from stem to stern. Nobody's getting by them. Same in the crosswalk. They are just going to move in this amoeba-like state. Yeah. 
oblivious to the world. Uh, nothing else matters but them. They're not going to move at any pace whatsoever, and they're going to spread out. Yeah. The, the spreaders and waddlers are way worse than slow walkers. Slow walkers are, are bad. Well, though. you know what? I've tried, I, I decided a couple weeks ago that I was going to try to slow walk. Why? I, I, I said, you know what? It's these, a sign of respect. These slow walkers seem to really be enjoying themselves. No, the slow walkers are angry. They might be. They might have a better life than I'm having right now. No, they're now. not. They're so angry. I'm gonna, so I'm going to try it. They're angry and they're bitter. So Look at a slow walker in the face. They're angry, they're bitter that you have a car and they're walking. I think they are. Yeah, I've, I, I've tried this about a dozen times now. I am miserable. I, I am absolutely miserable because I'm pissing off those drivers. They are letting you know it. They're 38 hot. The slower you go, the madder they're getting. There's no recognition. You're not getting anywhere. I'm a head nod guy. Like, I really like a good head nod from someone. Or when I used to drive a Jeep, there's a certain Jeep wave. Same on a motorcycle. There's a certain Harley wave that we give each other. I am getting none of that. You know why? Because you have somewhere to go. Salute. What's that? You have somewhere to go. Is that it? These slow walkers and waddlers, they don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> they don't have anywhere to be. There's nothing <laughs> on the calendar. There's no responsibilities. Yeah. And so you actually, you and I, you know who's a great uh, uh, pace walker? Hmm. Our old colleague, Rachel Bell. Oh, yeah. That woman can walk. Yeah, you walk all the way oh, around my Jap- gosh. Japan and every it's airport. It's beautiful. Is beautiful it? thing. Yeah. Like, if you're in the streets of Tokyo with Rachel Bell, you are walking. You're on it. On pace. Yeah. No, if you're going to go eat, you walk on pace to where you're going to eat, and then you eat. I like There's it. no waddling. There's no meandering. Mm. You don't window shop. You walk. Go. Okay. And uh, it is at a solid... I would say she's a good... Uh, Plus, four four miles an hour and above. No. Like, she is really moving out, and I, I appreciate that. Right. Check out Rachel Bell. She has a great uh, podcast, too, uh, called Your Last Meal. It's really good, you guys. Check it out. Uh, we come back. Uh, the election, it's upon us. The debates are here. The final one. Let's talk about it on this side of this. If you have a friend that is ready to start their real estate journey, send them to ronanddunsitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back. Les Schwab Studios, episode 173, over 700,000 spins. Thank you for listening. Thanks for going to uh, ronanddunsitdown.com. And again, our thanks to everybody at Les Schwab for sponsoring the show last year and this year. It means a lot to us. That way, the show is free for you. And we love it when you get out and you share our show on the social channels. So thanks uh, thanks for doing that. Kind of interesting, by the time you listen to that, may, or listen to this, maybe the debates have already happened at your house. And I don't know whether you tuned in or not. The first series of debates seems like a lot of Americans did. Uh, and then there were these dueling town halls. Here's what I liked about the town halls. And I wonder how the president was going to do this because he, like me, has a giant ego about how he presents himself to someone. My son, my mom and I were on like a Zoom call the other day and my son started combing his hair for the first time. Uh, he's using brushes. He's putting goop in his hair. Like he, he, he's, he's getting a sense. We're, we're talking about style. Uh, a little bit. He's, is he consulting you? He's talking about the clothes he likes to wear and all that. So he's over, and while we're on the Zoom call, and he's looking in the mirror, and my mom goes, oh, my God, he's a little you. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? She goes, 
you look in every mirror in the house probably over, and my mom has never revealed this to me she's probably like over 200 times a day it's true since i've been at your house i have already looked at myself in the mirror in my truck and then when i came in i looked at myself in the mirror in your in your bathroom you will look at it in a reflection in a mirror i know a window you didn't even need totally. a mirror totally yeah like so i'm 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 really concerned and do you put like clothes on and stand to the side and then check your butt and no. see do you do all that no you just no. throw a jacket on yeah i don't it's a whole 12 minute thing so when i saw i i was wondering because the president has gained a lot of weight he eats a lot of fast food but he doesn't smoke and he doesn't drink he's never drank and i think and he's never done drugs i think that's one of the reasons why he had some success and he also had great medical care when it when it came to covid to that real quick let me interrupt because you were um a fitness instructor of some renown spin instructor of the year and i'm not joking about this what what is going on with his posture where he's got the forward lean is that a bad back is it a hamstring issue i'm not joking on this because it's a very unusual stance he's got like a 10 degree lean forward well this is what i'm gonna talk about he's covering up his gut he has a huge gut and the forward it's, lean it's covers what, that up forward leaning is the reason why his tie is down to his hair his tie is down to his hair and then he wears these big three-quarter jackets to cover up his hair and his hair and his hair it's all covered and then and i hope the we get forward to- lean makes you seem slimmer yeah because he's he's leaning his shirt and his jacket out over his belly if he leans back then you'd be able to see you you would clearly see his belly. i forward lean because of that the forward you, yeah the forward I, yeah, all right i'm gonna have to doing. try this out but he's, then you got to stick your butt out he doesn't have a butt i don't have a butt either so it's not a problem so you, you tuck the a, butt in plus and you've you never seen lean? him without that jacket off even when he would go south and it was 198 degrees out and he's down in the delta he wears that jacket and that i thought it was a time. physical problem when you see him golfing, like he had a pulled muscle or no, something look at he doesn't forward lean when he's golfing because he just lets it all hang out and there's a lot to hang out he's so, 239 pounds so the, other, so the other night during the town hall he's hovering he's hovering over the stool and he is completely hovering over his gut to cover his gut up while he was doing the town hall. He was able to hold this posture for an hour. And I have to say, Savannah Guthrie was very, very aggressive with him. Very aggressive. Then you go over to George Stephanopoulos. He's over there, and I'm not even sure how to say his last name. He's twirling his glasses. He's biting on the end of them when you're a journalist and you're pretending to be... uh, Really interesting. He only asked Joe Biden nine questions. And when Joe Biden gets off track, it's off the train track and is not answering the question. Stefan comes back and he kind of answers the question for him. I mean, there was no grilling going on there whatsoever. At some point, Joe Biden gets up because now he's going to be one of the people and he's walking around. And then as he's walking around, he kind of forgets where his chair is. As he's walking around the stage, when he finally finds the stage and finds the chair, he goes to sit down, he kind of gets stuck. And then he has to look down and relocate, find the chair, and then he goes in for a landing. That's what I'm going to miss in this debate. Two guys standing behind lecterns, not interested. I'd rather have a president hiding his gut, hovering over a stool, and I'd rather have the other candidate unable to locate the chair after he got up and wandered around the stage what i'm wondering i have heard no other analysis about this i didn't read this anywhere you have to admit 
you, if you go back and you watch those debates now, I'm pretty freaking brilliant over here. Pretty I'm wondering if, slow if the president is going to have a, a red bullhorn at the final debate because the moderators have said, we will be muting microphones while the floor, the per, the, whoever has the floor and the allotted time, they're going to mute the other microphone. I don't want them to mute the microphone. I know. I, wa- I, I want these people to be the people they are. I want them to be the humans they are. Because you know what? When you are in some kind of negotiation with another country, or you're sitting with your cabinet members, there's no one muting and unmuting your microphone. That's ridiculous. That's childish. If these guys want to rip each other apart, if that's who they are, if they want to sit there and, and call each other's names and call each other's clowns and make fun of a son who's an addict, if that's who they really are and that's what they really want to do, then let the American people do that. I don't think the, the the media should be allowed to go in and to silence either one of them. If they want to sit there and shout at each other and be ridiculous uh, for a second time, then let's see it because that's who these men really are. Uh, I think that the uh, the spirit of the debate is that they agree in advance to the ground rules. And then if they totally... What the point being is that they... The audience, not if you're not talking to the room, if you're talking to the millions of people watching on TV, the, some a lot of people actually want to know the answer to these questions. That's a good point. Uh, and so I think that, that from the debate hosting point of view, they're like, we, yes, if you want to come to blows, fine, but at least let someone get their answer out first. Is there any question that Joe Biden... And Donald Trump hasn't answered for you yet, or that you no, couldn't get online. No, I didn't even watch these debates, and, and you and you couldn't get the answer for that. Uh, if, if so, you, it's a, it's if a you reality don't know ba- yet. It's a, it's a reality based television show. The networks love that these guys are yelling at each other, and they love that they're going to mute them now because everyone's well, going to. The networks t- do, but the, deba- gonna, the debates. Whoever hosts the debate is the one that's making the this debate rule. people. The debate people. They don't. They don't. They're not running television networks. Yeah. To your point, though, um, millions of people have already voted. Millions. Of, I sent my ballot in uh, to the mailbox today. You've sent You've your already ballot done in three it. times now, and but, you're going to send it in three more. Sidebar: I did get two ballots sent to me. Oh, you but did. But I did. I, I tore one. I was going to make a whole production about it and <laughs> voter fraud and all that. But like, there's mechanisms where only one vote gets counted. But I, I just ripped it up and threw the other one away. Yeah. But millions of people have already voted. If you are undecided, uh, I don't know how to say that. You're an idiot. They're not saying you need to vote one part or the other, but you should already know by now um, whether who you're voting for. The it's we're less than two weeks away. Like, what are you doing? How could you pay so little attention to the world that you don't know who you're voting for with less than two weeks away? I don't know if you, if you to your point. Um, there's a lot of people uh, that are working three jobs right now. That haven't paid attention for four years? Maybe not. It's, it, this has been a lot to pay attention to. True. This has been a lot to pay attention to. I don't know. At you, some point, maybe you, maybe you just... Maybe you just... Maybe, maybe, I think maybe a person that maybe isn't... You, maybe you check out and give your, and give your brain and your... If you haven't been paying attention for four years, you probably don't even know that the vote yeah. is happening. See, here's, what, here's what's interesting to me. Is I think we all have to remember, and I, I talk about having a, having a cousin Jimmy in my family. I literally have a cousin Jimmy. He's a contractor. He's in North Chicago, uh, not far from Antioch. I mean, I don't know what happened in Antioch a couple months ago. And so he and I have had some pretty spirited talks, debates. Uh, he's written me some emails. Did I, you cut off his mic? Did you cut off his mic? Uh, 
But along with that, I mean, we've talked Proud Boys, we've talked White Supremacy, we've, we've talked all this stuff. But at the end of the day, he's still my cousin, and I still love him, and I care about him, and I respect him. He's still a better snow machine driver than you he are. Yes, he is, and I, and I respect him. And he called the other day, and we had a conversation about a bunch of other things that had nothing to do with politics. And I think that's what we have to remember, is we all have Cousin Jimmy's in our family. In other words, we all have people that maybe we don't agree with. But it doesn't mean that we should pick up the Thanksgiving Day turkey and pelt them with that. It just means there are differences here. We really have to lean in and, and listen. don't take and it listen, personal. Listen to each other. People and, that are taking these political issues personally, like the Democratic Party doesn't care about me. Like the Republican Party doesn't care about you. This is politics. This is the, power. These things, it's about power, it's about influence, it's about money. They don't care about you or me individually. So don't, I just encourage people, don't take these things personally. If someone wants to debate you an idea, I got into a talk with someone when the Supreme Court thing was going on about originalism, originalist versus uh, a living constitution, and they took it personally. I'm like, I'm not attacking you. I'm like, attacking Don, and he's not here to attack. Exactly. So it sounds like I'm attacking you. It's like the, there are smart people that believe in originalism, and there are smart people that believe in living constitution. Like it's not, you know, a, a, some sort of um, brand of infamy if you believe one or the other. Uh, like these these ideas are not about you. Yeah. F- their ideas. Yeah. Final thoughts, and this is something that actually President Trump was pretty good at it's because the republicans are pretty good at it they're really good at data mining and i don't know about you but i'm getting hammered right now on all fronts uh with stuff concerning president trump and i'm also getting it from the biden harris campaign uh both can and the democrats did not do as good a job uh as mining data as the republicans had and you talked about this before the republicans have this huge machine the democrats went and built one and they're using it now what do you think about all these politicians going out uh doing this data mining it's highly illegal uh in some sense you shouldn't be able to just go out and buy my information and then pelt me and robocall well, that, me. that's not illegal. You might think it's immoral or you might think it's unethical, but it's not technically it's not illegal. To sell that information. Nope. So 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 here you are and these politicians are all now using those levers and they're the ones that could step in. Uh no, because robocalls, for instance, that information, that is illegal to robocall me. You're not allowed to robocall me. You're not allowed to sell my information. So I'll push back and sell my information so someone can robocall me. That's not legal. That is illegal to do that. But I don't see any of these politicians now that are going to step in uh, because it benefits. It it benefits both sides right now. So that's why I think we're all getting pelted. Uh, It seems like um, whether we turn on our social media, our computer, or you go to pick up your phone, it's hard for us because we have a lot of old school clients that want to call us on the phone. And every time my phone rings and I say, hey, this is Don with Windermere, probably three times out of four, it's a, it, it's a robocall. My, so. my, uh, the only thing that popped in my mind, uh, have you seen Larry David doing his pitch for uh-uh. a fundraising? No. Uh, you would love it. He's like, eh, it's pretty. Like he does the whole Larry David thing, but yeah. he's like pitching for a donation. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, um, I, I don't know if that genie's ever going to get put that in, back in the bottle because it is so effective. Uh, and it did basically decide the 2016 election. We'll see if it decides 2020 election. Um, but yeah, go out and vote. 
uh, do your part. You should know who you're voting for by now. Uh, and But the local votes count too. So look through those initiatives. Look through the, the tax money. Uh, look through the judges. Uh, look through all of those things that are on there. And think about who it's going to help. So when uh, that Boeing initiative is up there, they call it the uh, airline, air, airline manufacturers. Uh, like, who is that going to affect? Is that money well spent? Uh, the Harbor View money. It's over a billion dollars. Do we need Harbor View? You know, that, that is a lot of money. But, you know, when you look at an initiative like that and say, do I want to invest in a, in a world-class medical facility that really uh, treats trauma patients from five states? Uh, is that a good investment? I'll, I'll let you make up your mind on that. But pay attention to those things because they impact us a lot more uh, immediately, in my opinion, than the, the president of the United States. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for coming by and uh, listen to episode 173. Thanks for sharing these episodes with friends. And we have brand new eBooks out. We'd love to share them with you. Or you, if you have a friend right now that's thinking about buying or selling, would you send them our eBook? All you have to do is reach out to Ron, Ron at windermere.com. That's Ron at windermere.com, and we'll send you one uh, today. Want to sit down with us? Let's do it. You know what? Phone should have been muted muted a long time ago. Muted your microphone. All right, you're back up. <laughs> you're supposed to be the two most powerful men in the United States, and you can't control yourself. So we're gonna have mute your microphones. Oh, incredible! You hear that, Charlie? Yeah. All right, we gotta go. Uh, we'll see you for episode 174. We love you guys. Thanks for giving us great lives. We'll see you at a sit down pretty soon. Ron and Don, sit down. HG Force O'Neill, Brains of this Operation, and the voice of the Ron and Don Show. Well, that's it. Show's over. We'll see you next time on the Ron and Don Radio Network.